Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. This is Season 5, Episode 86, How to Align with Your Light and Your Empath Authentic True Self After Narcissistic Abuse. Do you feel like you're stuck, like chained into quicksand in your relationship with a narcissist? You have so many dreams. You have that, I am ready to be done. You don't know how to activate and align with your authentic true self. Today in our episode with Petia Palobova, she shares with us how to align with your empath light and your authentic true self after narcissistic abuse. And that's this episode today. We covered so many amazing things. I can't even like get into it. We talked about human design because she's totally into it like me. And we had such a wonderful time. Let me share with you about Petia. Petia Kolobova Burns is an abundant and light activation coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. She is certified breathwork facilitator, Reiki, NLP, and human design practitioner, and she leads her six and seven figure clients to their next level in life and business. So she also shares with us her story and experience with narcissistic abuse. She has been through it just like us. So let's dive into the conversation. Hello, Patia. Thank you for being here. So good to have you. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's such an honor and pleasure to talk about light, to talk about to all us empaths, how we can be able to really tap in and tune into our light and shine it out brightly. Mm. I feel like it's so beautiful when we can like really recognize that, that we do have that innate light. And the more that we shine it, the more we can impact and inspire others. Because I feel like very often we are not feeling safe. We're not feeling safe to share our light, to share our truth. And I feel like it's so beautiful, like, if we can have like this safe space, like it's your show to come into the place where we are feeling seen and heard and, and belonging into something and feel safe to be ourselves. Yes, absolutely. I think that's all of our goals. And I think the challenge that we have that we're going to help solve today is how to do that when we feel like who we are with, aka the narcissist or someone that's pushing us down is literally like trampling or trapping our light. We feel so smothered. Mm -hmm. So first off, I just want to ask you, so you're a light activation coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision. So inform us of us empaths who haven't heard of this. What is light activation? I love that question because I feel like 
throughout my journey, I, I dim my light so much. I was afraid to be myself. I wasn't safe to be myself in an environment that I was growing up in. Then the mm -hmm. environment that I was choosing unconsciously with my partners or my ex-husband, I wasn't safe to be myself. I wasn't safe to shine my light. And so I dimmed it so much, then I, I lose myself. I lost myself and I lost the sense of who I really am. Mm -hmm. And through my journey and through my healing, I realized that the more me I am, the more I can empower those around me to step into the same place through the embodiment, through walking my walk and through creating that safety and security for myself, not because of others, not because of what I achieved, but who am I being and who am I becoming? And of course, it wasn't overnight journey. It took, I would say it took me a lifetime and probably some past lifetimes too. Some other past lives, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Like to be where I am today, it, it must have taken a few of those in the past. But I really feel like when I got to the place that I felt safe to be me and I felt safe to shine my light and to be truly who I came here to be, I started to activate these things in other women around me because I work with women. and, and But it wasn't just women. Of course, it was people around me. And a lot of people started to tell me that I'm an expander, an activator, and that they're feeling so much better by just being around me. And like years ago, I didn't understand that. Like, how can you feel better in just like in someone's energy? I can now understand how we can feel other people's energy. So of course, other people can feel our energy too. And I find myself activating the abundance in my clients, but also their light. And many of my clients call me their lighthouse or their guardian angel because for some of them, it was the first time in their life when they were feeling safe, safe mm -hmm. to be seen, safe to speak what's on their heart without being afraid and safe to be who they really are in all of their dimensions. I feel like it's so important to either have someone who can create that safe space or create that safe space for ourselves where we can reconnect with who we really are because we are influenced by, like you said, like by people around us and who are trying to dim us and make us feel smaller. And it can be challenging. I lived in that for over three decades. Tell me, so, yeah, tell me a bit about your story and then struggle with someone dimming your light. Absolutely. So it, it's really fascinating because now from where I am today, I can see it more clearly and I couldn't, of course, back then, right? Like we don't know what we didn't know, but now looking right. at it, I see it's not just me. It's really generational. I see it in my mother. I saw it in my grandmother. Mm. They were never speaking their truth. They were afraid. And it was like, I grew up in an environment and in a household that like, don't say this to your dad. Don't, don't, don't mention it in front of this, your dad, because mm. my father was narcissistic and he was very also like, explosive you never knew what you can expect like is he in a good mood or do mm -hmm. I have to tippy toe or what is going to happen so I grew up with my stepfather like really afraid to say anything or, or do anything and like walking on a like on a seashells you know and like he wouldn't like a dinner he would grab the plate and throw it against the wall and and 10 minutes later acting like nothing happened and and as a kid this makes you feel so confused and my mother yeah. 
She was just shut up and listen and do whatever it takes. So to like maintain the peace at home. Right. And I saw the same in my grandma. And it's like the saddest thing because a couple of years ago in April, it's going to be two years, she transitioned. And I was there with her the past few weeks that she had, thankfully because of my job, I, I was able to travel and I was with her for five weeks. And mm -hmm. I asked her, because she had a stroke, but before she had it, I talked to her like the night before and I said, and it's so funny, like intuitively, I never asked her that before. And I asked her that before the stroke when she could still talk and everything, you know? So I feel like I was really led to ask her. And I'm like, mm. what is the one thing you really regret mm. in your life, right? Like when you're looking back and she said, not divorcing sooner. Mm. Because my grandpa, he divorced her when they were in their 60s because he found a lover, <laughs> so oh he gosh. moved with his lover. So, but my yeah. grandma, she was like back then, like it was hard. Like, yes, your grandpa was alcoholic. He was abusive. But back then you would have to go through a judge to have a hearing. And I was so afraid of authorities and I was so afraid to speak my truth. And so I really saw that conditioning that I literally had within me to be afraid to speak my truth, to be myself. And when you try to be yourself, you feel like you're not enough and you're not safe to do that. So mm. based on all of this that I saw when growing up, I was choosing the relationships like that. I was mm. choosing men who were narcissistic, who were abusive, who were unfaithful because mm. I was just feeling like, well, women have to suck it up. It, it's better to be in a relationship than being alone. And mm. that's not true. I see that now. It's like I believe that Steve Jobs says said that that you can connect the dots looking backward, but not not where you are, not looking forward. So yeah. I can now connect it, but I couldn't a decade ago. I couldn't 20 years ago, right? When I was yeah. going through these things. So that's a little bit of my story, and that's a little bit of like me like noticing what was happening. And I just had to like shift and do something because I was going through like anxiety, deep depression. When I was 18, I tried a suicide. I was going through harmful eating disorder too for almost two decades. And those were just the coping mechanism of like trying to be in control <laughs> because I felt like yeah. everybody else, it's of control of my life, but me, so what mm -hmm. can I do? What can I control? Right? So it's usually yeah. your body or what do you eat? You know? So when I was almost 30 years old, I was getting back into the dark space when I was feeling depressed and something has to change. Mm -hmm. Something has to give. And I was mm -hmm. still married to my narcissistic husband and it was challenging. And, and it's just, it makes, it almost makes you feel like crazy, you know, like there is something wrong with you and I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. And like now looking back, like the insane things that he said or the silent treatment he would give me. And I would just think that I did something wrong. It's, it's like brainwashing, you know? And so they, they brainwash you to, to, think that it's always all your fault and it's like oh I shouldn't have made him angry and I always exactly try and challenge that it's like well I mean so what you made him angry he still needs to take responsibility for how he reacts you know a healthy mm -hmm. partner will take a moment walk away cool down versus <laughs> abuse you 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was like So you my were story. about around your Saturn return when exactly. you were waking up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I learned this like just a few years ago. I was yeah. re- I was interviewing astrologists and she mentioned this. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. That's when everything started to shift. I was 28, 29. That's when like literally the worst hit the fan. <laughs> like yeah. I was going through eating disorder, overwhelming a corporate job, my ex-husband and all of these things. And there was the time that I realized like, I cannot live like this anymore. I can't. And I knew yeah. that for, like, if, if you attempt to suicide and you don't succeed the first time, you know what to do the second time. So I, mm. I didn't want to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I was going through such a dark thoughts that I'm like, something really has to give and change. And that's when I, this was a decade ago, so it wasn't as easy as now. There was not so many podcasts and shows like are now. Right. So many like therapy and, and people didn't openly talk about these things. It was yeah. like here and there maybe. And and so I was researching on like YouTube and asking like Uncle Google, like how to be happy, how to overcome suicidal thoughts, how to like get out of like toxic marriage. I didn't know what to do. I felt so alone and I, I felt so ashamed mm. because on the outside, everything looked perfect. On the outside, everything looked great. Like people would look at me and my ex-husband and they would be like, oh, you are such a perfect couple. You're such a beautiful couple. And things like that. I was like, like if they would knew what's happening behind the closed door, but you feel ashamed and guilty and you're just like sitting with it alone, you know? So yeah, it's um, the, the people on the outside mixed with their gaslighting. You do, you sit like, oh, I guess I just must be looking at this all wrong. I just must like not be getting something I'll just keep trying fixing myself but it's just it's not because it's it's the smoke and mirrors it is it's just this yeah crazy pill taking torture mental torture chamber right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly and that was really a time that I realized that things have to change and I started to like Instead of letting myself to sit in the negative thoughts and instead of letting my ex-husband to brainwash me, I started to brainwash myself. (laughs) I started to listen to like Louis Hay and Dr. Wayne Dyer and Joe Mm -hmm. Dispenza, Gabby Bernstein, Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins. I started to listen to people who went through like hard upbringings and they were able to turn it around because when I was in that dark, dark space, all I needed was hope. All I Mm -hmm. needed to know that it's possible to live a good life and also believe that I'm deserving of it. That's the thing. Like sometimes even when you see like, okay, it's possible to have a good life. It's possible to have a loyal, loving, respectful partner. You don't feel it's possible for you because you still deep inside feel like there's something wrong with you. So Mm -hmm. that's where I started and uh, took me years and I was able to shift it. I was able to heal it. And it doesn't mean that it's all butterflies and rainbows, even though I see butterflies often, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's now I have the tools, now I have the modalities, now I have the skills, now I know how to cope with it healthily versus numbing and escaping. Mm-hmm. And I was able to create a life now that is fulfilling. Now I do have a loving, loyal, supportive partner who would rather walk away from the room than ever say something (laughs) harmful. But he does have the emotional intelligence and the self-awareness. But 
he's the first. And of course, I told him, you're the last one. I'm like, you're my second husband and you're the last one. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it really took a level of healing and self-awareness and being on my journey, comfortable with myself and who I am before mm-hmm. I was able to call in a partner who can love me and respect me with all of my dimensions because up until I did it and we all have those up and downs when we're still in fear or doubting ourselves but mm-hmm. the majority of time like when you check in with yourself how am I feeling the majority of your time how am I speaking to myself the majority of your time we all have our lows we all have our days that we don't want to be adulting you know but I feel like it's about looking at the majority like am I Am I am I like thankful to be alive? Do mm. I see what a gift it is? Do I see what a miracle it is to be alive and to be as far as I am? And listen, most yeah. of us are not where we thought that we will be. Trust me, I like I had completely different plans when I was 20 and 30. So and I'm so thankful that most of them didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank thank you to the universe that the door closed. Yes, exactly. I just exactly. I just have to say something like totally random. I feel like I'm having deja vu as I'm sitting and talking to you. I'm like, have we had this conversation before? And I feel like this weird trippy like deja vu connection. Maybe in a different lifetime. <laughs> we must have maybe collaborated in a different lifetime. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. So before we go to commercial break, do you know your human design type? Just curious. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with human mm-hmm. design. Yes, I am. I am oh, a yeah. 5-1 sacral generator. Oh, lovely. I love that. How do you know you're on the right path? The healing journey is unique to each person. And it takes one baby step at a time. The truth about narcissists, journal ritual, EFT tapping, mirror work, connect with your healed ancestor, Ho'oponopono prayer, dealing with difficult people meditation, gratitude journal, and human design 101. These are just some of the few tools that I have included in the Empath and Narcissist book, A Healing Guide with Spiritual Exercises, I am over here on the other side of the deep, dark cavern abyss that you're facing right now, of the unknown. I'm here waving, cheering you on to take your next right step to the other side. And one of those steps is to educate yourself and gain all the healing tools that have helped me cross my own bridge to the other side and have a life full of abundance and love and peace away from the narcissist. You can find my book on Amazon and listen on Audible today. So yeah, you do you find yourself being like carried away in the fantasy world, having your five line? Tell me more about the five line. It's so fascinating because you know how I see the five line, it's I see the five line as being magnetic, being the impactor, like really feeling and of course feeling the projections of others. There are days that I walk into the room because we did a lot of retreats and workshops in the past before I got pregnant and I could really feel it, like the the energy and the projections and people like looking at me. So I feel the five not so much like 
being in a dreamland, I feel like it's, but it's also like me and, and I'm a Taurus, so I'm very grounded, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. have very grounded energy because of my son in Taurus. And I just feel like the five makes me empowered and inspired and transmuting it to others, showing them what's possible. And I had to just learn not to take things personally (laughs) when people Mm -hmm. are projecting, whether it's positive and they are putting me on a pedestal or whether it's negative and they're putting trash on me, just not taking it personally and just like Mm. staying in my lane. Yeah. It sounds very similar to the six line. I'm six two. So it's similar, similar, right? Like people see you as a Role it's, model. It's, it is similar, but with the sixes, uh, the sixes are about here, about the being, and the fives are a little bit more about the doing. That's my experience or like my mm. explanation. Because when mm. I look at the sixes, the sixes mm. are the ones sitting on the mountains and looking down and being like the example by the way they're like being. It's mm-hmm. not about what do they do when they get to that like maturity. With the mm. fives, I feel like we are the generals, we are the leaders, we are the, the goers, we are the teachers, we are the leaders. But in a sense, like, mm. what can we do? The six is more of like, I experience life, I experience what is not working. And now I'm the wise one. And now I'm trusting my intuition. I'm trusting my wisdom. I am embodying it. And when you're embodying it, people are feeling it and honor it as being the the sage and the wise one the five i feel like mm-hmm. it's little and and again this is my experience and my mentor mm-hmm. for human design actually she's six two so it's beautiful i i, I really like appreciate the sixes and i feel like the sixes are like the late bloomers like the the first like they're going and experiencing and trying with different things in different places and what's not working and then they're like okay I can come back home I can come back to myself I am whole Mm -hmm. I'm complete and they start to live in that wisdom and that wholeness and it's about just the way of beingness Mm -hmm. yeah okay I I see that now absolutely (laughs) I'm gonna like be contemplating more on that because I, I'm still trying to ruminate and resonate on the five. So I really appreciate you sharing that and that perspective. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Where am I? Oh, here I am. So how do you make this shift from lost, like looking for love and looking for control outside of yourself to waking up and then like embodying this amazing, confident person that you are. How, how can the listeners do that? First of all, I receive it. Thank you so much for seeing me. It's beautiful mm-hmm. to say, beautiful mm-hmm. to receive. And I feel like it was really about coming back to myself. It was coming back to releasing all the conditioning and releasing everything that I feel like I should be mm-hmm. and understanding myself. So I feel like what really helped me to have outside support of people who can see me because I couldn't see myself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and it's it's just like when you are being like in an abusive relationship or when you are growing up not feeling safe, you just shrink mm-hmm. yourself so much that you cannot see yourself. So I hired mentors and coaches and I did work with a therapist when I moved to United States 13 years ago. And mm-hmm. I feel like it really helped me to reflect reflect on I don't want to say like what is normal and what is not 
But if you're like really like shrinking yourself and not feeling like you can be you, you you lose the touch of who you are. So sometimes it mm-hmm. takes others to see you and celebrate you and bring things up about you that are positive, they're celebratory. So that was like the the first thing that I did besides, like I said, listening to motivational videos and mm-hmm. and books and everything, like really looking for that inspiration, like so did just you- the hope. <clears throat> Did you find that in therapists or coaches? The people no, outside? no, it was like, so the first step was really listening to like the YouTube videos and reading books. Mm-hmm. So first I started alone and mm-hmm. then I hired, I had a therapist and then I hired life mm-hmm. coach. And then later I hired a couple other life coaches, then business mentor. So I was, I was looking into others to see what is inspiring me, what I'm curious about. I really feel like the first stage of my life was like, though, I needed the motivation to keep going. I needed the hope that there can be a better day. So that was like the first stage when I was listening to motivational videos and and, and podcasts and, and all of mm-hmm. that, that really, really helped me. And the second stage was like, working with the coaches, working with the mentors and feeling empowered and feeling inspired. So instead of comparing myself and looking at others and saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm whatever enough, right? Like I never felt enough. I I never felt special. Like why would people pay Mm. attention to me? Why would people like even listen to me? I don't have nothing interesting to say. Yeah. And so that's how I saw myself. So the second stage was like finding this inspiration in other women who went through hard stories, through hardship, and they were able to turn it around. So I started to listen to women who had a podcast. I was like, wow, wouldn't it be interesting to have a podcast? Like here I am almost mm. five years later having my own podcast, you know? And then I look at other women. I was like, wow, they are doing retreats and coaching. And I just got inspired and intrigued. And I allowed myself to follow the curiosity. And then yeah. the third stage, it's when I was doing all these things, was the impact stage. When I knew like, I created success in my life, whatever success means to you. For me, success, it's waking up in the morning without the alarm with the men that I love. And right now I'm pregnant with a healthy baby. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. After experiencing like loss last year of our pregnancy, like Mm. all of this, it's like a miracle to me. All of this, it's just like walking in trust and surrender Mm. and just like, You know, so the third stage was really impact. I started to notice that by me being me and by sharing my teachings and what I've learned on my journey, I can help other women to see themselves, see the vision, see the possibility, see the inspiration and build the lives for them that Mm. feel fulfilling, that feel inspiring. They're excited to wake up to. So there was like Mm. the motivation, inspiration, and then the impact now And of course, we can be fluctuating. Of course, it's not like Mm. said and done. Nothing in life, it's linear, right? Um, But I feel like that was kind of like my journey and I'm still working on it. It's it's not like said and done. We will never be done. I'm still working with mentor. I'm part of a mastermind. We are just launching my business, our mastermind, because we want to support women to be like abundantly paid to be themselves and really Mm. like living in their gifts. So all what I have experienced the past decade, I am now, I feel like I'm paying it forward because I'm teaching women how to create it for themselves. 
And so first I had to find myself and then I could empower others to do the same. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. That is really beautiful. And that's, I would say those are the three ways that you empath as you're listening. You're like, I am so stuck. I am lost. I don't know what to do. And it's that first thing that I wrote down is gaining the knowledge and then shifting into following your curiosity. I talk a lot about that on the podcast. Like maybe it's because I am a generator also. Like follow the breadcrumbs, right? Follow the little Mm -hmm. stepping stones in front of you. Don't worry about where it's going to lead. Just pick up the next breadcrumb. And I love that, following the curiosity. Mm -hmm. And it's so fascinating because right before our recall, that's what I said. I was speaking with one client and I'm like, you just got to really learn to follow the curiosity and follow the breadcrumbs. I love that we are saying exactly the same thing. But I feel like so often we are afraid, but I feel like the next thing leads you to the next thing. If you don't know what to do, just start where you are. And you can, mm-hmm. there is no like starting big or starting small. Just start where you are. One step, mm-hmm. one moment to moment at the time, and it will lead and create the momentum. It will lead to other things. Yeah. And even just, that one step of realization, just as you you did back in your Saturn return, is like, I don't want to live like this anymore. That's a huge step already. So don't feel bad now that you realize that, that you're stuck because the universe will present to you a little stepping stone here and there to get you out. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I saw and I was going through your website and my gosh, some of the beautiful places that you are on your Instagram, you had said, wait, I have to pull it up because it was, it was the last reel you had posted about living your dream. Do you remember what that quote was? Imagine your dream. Do you remember that one? Yes. Or imagine your life. Yeah. Imagine your dream life, you know? Yeah. yeah, Yes. Yeah. I I thought that was really beautiful because you're like, imagine it. And you're like, and you can have that, right? You can. It's that. like giving the permission because like I said, like so very often when you're feeling that you're going through the dark place or you're feeling stuck, you feel like everybody else around you, it's alive. And it's it's like everybody around you, it's walking in a color and you're black and white, right? That <laughs> yeah. feeling. So it's like giving people permission to dream and realize you can I always tell people, like, if this girl from very small town, from a very small country in Europe with mm-hmm. unpronounceable name could have built a life that is fulfilling to her, you can do that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't fall from, like, a lucky star or anything. It's It's <laughs> like we all have our challenges and it's up to you to empower yourself and choose differently and choose again. Mm. Beautiful. Exactly it. Yeah. I mean, all of us who are brave enough to speak out and we always look and compare ourselves like, oh my gosh, this person has amazing Instagram profile or oh, they have a podcast. They're just must be like a celebrity or so much better. But we are just living, breathing humans just like you. And yeah, you can do it too. It's nothing special. It's just that daily mind rewiring and daily discipline. Absolutely. And, and I feel like we, we get to realize that, that it takes one decision. 
It really takes mm. one decision. Maybe it's listen to this podcast. Maybe it's invest in a book. Mm. Maybe it's invest in a mentor. Maybe it's ask for help. Maybe it's to create just like 5, 10, 15 minutes a day for yourself, but start somewhere because again, it will create this beautiful ripple effect of other things and other possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. Now you host retreats and do you do, do you play singing bowls at your retreats? I do. (laughs) I do. I do. I like, I am, I have an open identity in a human design. So I just love doubling in so many different things. There is no Um, way you can put me in a box. There is no like one thing that I do. Like, even though I'm, I'm focusing on like life and business coaching for women, I'm doing so many different things. Like I'm certified in breath work and Bellini activation process and Reiki. And I do singing balls on my retreats this year. I'm not doing retreats because I I mentioned I'm pregnant and I'm really mm-hmm. focusing on one-on-one because mm-hmm. that really lights me up. I, I love that. And yeah. focusing on our mastermind, that's where my energy is. And mm-hmm. I love energy healing. I love, it's just like this holistic whole overview of our whole beingness, spiritual, emotional, physical. I focus also on health and nutrition and just like being really aware. And it's not about like eat a salad and be healthy. It's like being empowered in your decisions with with food and what you're putting in your body and being educated about what is in your food and what's on your labels. So I feel like for me, it's like looking at life, it's very holistic. And I love that. Yeah, that is really once you get to that point where you can get out of the survival mode, then you can start to have the ability to look at all those things. You're like, oh, I now have a bandwidth to make something really delicious that's healthy for me or to pick up learning how to play singing bowls or just discover them and listen to them. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. So I'm not going to ask you my last question because that you, we covered it already. The three ways, unless you have something to add to it, the three ways are empaths can get abundantly aligned with their soul? I guess that would be a separate question than the other three above, but yeah. yeah how, I feel like that, that last one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like we so beautiful, like covered it in, 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 in previous, but I feel like it's, I feel like what's coming up for me, it's like really coming back home to yourself and understand yourself. And mm. I love that you're so familiar with human design because I feel like it tremendously helped me to understand myself. Mm. And what is conditioning with our expectations of others, with our projections of others. And some things that I felt that they're wrong with me, I see them now as I'm designed this way. Like it's, this is who I came here to be. So embracing it. So I feel like when you can go into understanding yourself and be in your own energy, in your own aura, like really making sure every single day you have that time alone or time in nature ideally that helped tremendously to like really realign your energy and see who you are who you came here to be and then you can go into the world right not feeling overwhelmed not feeling that it's too much but I feel like those are like really powerful tools nature it's always number one and Mm -hmm. and also like I had to learn throughout my journey to really balance my feminine and masculine energy because like I mentioned most of my life I didn't feel safe and I was a lot in my masculine to try to like be safe Mm -hmm. and protect myself 
I and feel so like I a have, lot of us have done that, right? The overcompensating plus the the culture is so male yang dominated that absolutely that's a lot of where and, the top, and yeah. I feel like we get to see like masculine, like it's not good, it's not bad. It is, and you have it, and it's about you to feel mm-hmm. empowered about it. So yeah. balancing those two energies, and especially as a woman, starting your day in the feminine energy with the sensations, with connection to your body, to your breath, it's so important. So you don't just get up and jump into the masculine, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really starting with your feminine and then you can step into the masculine to to see what can be done, what can be planned, what can be created and mm. ending the day with allowing yourself to receive. I think it's so important that we mm. create space to allow ourselves to receive, to be seen, to to like melt and soften and feel safe. I love that. I feel like I was just saying that either today or yesterday. It's like another weird, like, deja vu moment. Yeah, allowing you to receive. I think I was recording for next week's podcast is like, open your hands and allow yourself to receive. Because especially as victim of narcissistic abuse, everything's like we're so conditioned that it's everything, every transaction in love is conditional with them, whether it be your parents and then all the way into your your romantic partnerships so then you like well I don't want to receive anything from anyone ever because that means that there's going to be like a toxic toxic exchange right and so learning how to receive first to yourself right give to yourself receive for yourself and then with a trusted healthy partner to start to gain that trust back baby steps and receive I love Mm -hmm. that one yeah Mm -hmm. Challenging yet definitely doable if we can again just the baby steps and practicing every day. Mm-hmm. So share with us. Do you have something that you'd like to share with the audience? A free offering, or yeah, tell us. You've told us about your one-on-one work, so let us know about that. <laughs> I love that question. Thank you so much for the invitation. And so the starting, of course, I love starting with the with a gift. <laughs> yes. um, what I'm what I have created right now is I have a free abundance activation call, and I will send you a link to that. So you have that, but. I have created abundance activation call because I realized that there is so many women who are living in a scarcity. So I really helped them get crystal clear awareness on what is mm. holding them back from attracting and receiving abundance. And mm. also give them actionable plan to remove those blocks. So it's not like you sit 30 minutes on a call with pity and you're feeling good and then what well, my life is the same, but really mm. give them some action plan that they can create in their life to shift into more abundance and more impact. So that's what I'm doing right now because in my second trimester, I have energy. I don't know what will be happening in third, but in May, we're still in second trimester. We're good. Take the window (laughs) while you can, guys. Yep. Because like I am, I'm very intuitive and I really do only things that light me up Mm -hmm. as a generator, as you will understand. So I, I really honor myself, honor my energy and where I am and what is lighting me up right now. This is what's lighting me up, the abundance activation call. So I will send you a link for that so you can share it in the show notes. And for my one-on-one work, I'm, most of the women that I work with, they are coaches, spiritual entrepreneurs, and just women mm-hmm. that they know they're meant for more and they want to be helping and inspiring others. So that's where my heart is in one-on-one. 
Mm-hmm. And for our group work, like I said, is the mastermind. We created a mastermind called Ritually Rewarded, that it's for women who want to be abundantly paid to be themselves for their gifts. I truly believe that we mm. all came here special and unique and with our gifts. And when you embody that, and when you learn to balance the masculine and feminine energy and how to create a business that it's not hard work and hassle. I'm a generator, but I can tell you, Raven, I have a soul of projector because I'm working two, three days a week. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am done. And, and I yeah. don't believe in hard work and hustle. Been there, done that for most of my life. And that's not mm-hmm. how I created fulfillment and success. So now we are teaching that. others. Yeah. Yeah. That gives permission to the generator to not always have to hustle every day. No, maybe you use your energy in a really super fun way, like gardening or exercise or whatever lights you up, right? Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Does not always have to be permission granted. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, permission granted. Three days a week, I vote for that. (laughs) Especially with the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, well, thank you so much for all of that. And where can they contact you? I'll put the link in the show notes. My favorite place, I would say it's really Instagram. My unpronounceable name, Petya Kolibova. <laughs> the same. And that's why you have to put it in the show notes because people like will end with a P and then we are like, that's it. <laughs> so, and that's my Instagram, but also it's my website, petyakolibova.com. And on my website, you can like learn everything about like our offerings and everything. So I love being connected. I love that. That doesn't sound hard to say at all. Let me see if I can try. Petia Kolobova. Well, there you go. You're a master. (laughs) Most of people, they don't. Most, I'm telling you, it's from a past life. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Thank Mm. you so much for being here, Petia. I really appreciate your wisdom and your light being here. Mm, Thank you so much for having me and for this beautiful safe space you have created. Like really... I wish I would knew about this show like 20 years ago, but I don't think you had it. So we're good. We're good. I forgive you. <laughs> right? Like we my were life both in be... the trenches at the same time, I think. I about feel 10 years, so. Years ago. Yep. Yep. I feel so. And it's beautiful because we went through it and now we can guide others to like new uh-huh. heights and possibilities. So like, there are no coincidences. And I'm thankful that now this show is here and really supporting and empowering others to create a better mm-hmm. life and heal. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And your show as well. Share share with us the name of your podcast. The name of my podcast. <laughs> it's Unapologetically Abundant. Because through my journey, mm. I really learned that when I became unapologetically myself, that's mm-hmm. when I created true abundance in my life and in my heart. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Petia. mission is to empower entrepreneurs and visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression to soulfully expand into the quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Do you have a passion that you wish that you could create into an abundant business? Petia gives immense clarity and exact steps to unlock women's divine feminine and abundance mindset incredible serendipitous conversation with Petia. Just for all my note takers out there, the ways that you can find yourself out of the muck 
from the narcissist is number one, gain knowledge, gain understanding. Accept the win that you have already decided you are not going to live like this anymore. Number two is heal and follow your curiosity. And number three, trust and surrender into living the life of your dream and that you deserve to live the life of your dream. Now, how do we come back to ourselves and find our light? We have three ways for that too. Dive into spending time in nature, balance your feminine and masculine energies, and allow yourself to receive. Definitely get that free activation call booked with Petia today before she has her baby. All right, here's a conclusive quote from Petia on her Instagram, Petia Kalabova. If not you, who? If not now, when? It's your time to be unapologetically you. Now that you have your free human design chart that I've emailed you, and if not, definitely grab that by signing up the form at ravenscott.show. How do you dive deeper? How do you understand the chart? I just showed you a chart as well. And you're like, I don't know exactly what she's saying, but I'm listening to learn, right? And that's perfectly fine. So sometimes you just wanna dive deep into your chart and know everything, but that does cost thousands of dollars in individual readings, which is totally fine if you have it, and I'm happy to do that. But if you're like me, there's only so much information that you can absorb in one session. So with the Empath Healing membership, you gain personalized on-demand videos curated for you and your fellow members to understand your unique chart. As you directly email me your questions, I will create videos to answer them and I'll email them directly to you. Then you also gain monthly healing group circles and coaching to cleanse your aura and harness your moon magic. And you gain access to the full library of narc abuse, healing information, human design library, and guided meditations. All of this you receive for the cost of only $34 a month to join the Empath Healing membership now at ravenscott.show or the link is in the show notes. If you want personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community and receive sparkle reminder inspiration every Saturday and strategies to heal from narcissist abuse. Plus, get your free human design chart summary and free 20-minute support call with me. As soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your reading within 24 hours. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show, and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast. If you are enjoying it, take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining.
losing time, I'm fading fast I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need what you need we're broken it's tragic we're not all elastic but maybe there's magic believe you could have it you know navigating the triggers and the stress and the ptsd after trauma and after narcissistic abuse it's especially challenging it's a challenging journey and i personally can attest that i have gone through this your well-being is the utmost importance for your healing journey, for you, for your children. And I wanted to create a workshop for you based off of an experience I recently had that I've created this healing process for myself to somatically clear out all of the stress from the triggers within my own body. So here are the deets on this workshop I've just created. It is somatic healing and it involves reconnecting with your body to release the stored tension, emotions, and trauma. I will guide you through exercises and techniques to help you ground yourself, to manage your stress, and to reclaim a sense of control over your well-being and energy. You don't want to miss this opportunity to grab this free workshop and to take charge of your healing process. You will get somatic healing exercises that you'll have in your back pocket for all times, including somatic trauma release shaking, active aura breathing, reciting a releasing mantra, releasing from your hips, grounding meditation. I do an energetic sage cleansing ceremony and a powerful healing mantra to have for your protection and empowerment and to claim your power back. So join me and let's move towards a future filled with resilience, joy, and inner peace. Grab your seat today and get the video access to Releasing Triggers Somatic Healing Workshop today. The link is in the show notes.